0: Enjoy local voices, enjoy local opinions, all on one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast DC is the new local app with hundreds of DC area podcasts, featuring some of the DC area's best personalities, pundits, and provocateurs. Earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts you love instantly. With new programs being added every week, don't hesitate. Download Podcast DC now for free. Available in the App Store or in Google Play. Podcast DC. Listen local.
1: Hey, Janine. How's your week been?
0: It has been pretty good. The funny thing is. I can't really remember. Oh, I do remember what I did this week. So um, I watched a bunch of series while I did charting at work this week, which is good because I had something in the background. It basically kept me motivated to chart. And this week was one of the first weeks I didn't have like random meetings in the middle of the day. Okay, minus Monday and Tuesday. I have random meetings in the middle of the day. But like the rest of the week, I didn't have random meetings in the middle of the day. So I felt really good. You don't realize how a random meeting meeting makes you work so much harder. I feel like I'm playing catch up after these meetings. So I didn't have that uh, this week, except for those two days. And um, one series that I watched was Truth Be Told. I watched that during charting. And I also watched it after I got off work because it was that good. It stars Octavia Spencer. Have you seen it? It's on Apple TV. I have to watch it. Oh my God. You know, something just told me, click on Apple TV because, you know, if you log on to Netflix, you got to go through the web and do all this stuff. But if I'm on my Mac... Or if I have my Mac, I can just click the Apple TV app on the bottom of the Mac and it just brings it up. So it's free because it's an Apple TV original series and it's called Truth Be Told. And Octavia Spencer is, um, her name is Poppy um, and she's a reporter. And interestingly enough, she's a reporter that starts her own podcast and She's famous because of this podcast. And the podcast basically is about different stories. And this first season was about the story of this boy that she accused, and it basically helped get convicted of murder way back like 19 years before. And she have, has this like realization that maybe he is innocent, right? And so she's digging up all of these, you know, cobwebs. And exploring this again, and the family's very reluctant, and she's like, why is everybody reluctant? So the whole series, the whole first season of the series, is about her reinvestigating this case and her talking about it on the podcast. And the podcast, I'm like, everybody's listening to this podcast to the point where people are, like protesting outside of her front door and like people are threatening to attack and kill her. I mean, it's crazy. I'm like, Oh, I hope all this deep gets that big that we have that kind of influence that we say something one day and then the next day is <laughs> it's, it's literally literally the mayor is like arresting somebody because of what's what she said and investigated on her podcast.
1: I hope that we get that big, too. However, I don't want people knocking on my door and trying to attack me. I want you all right. to love us because we're not trying to offend y'all. We just want y'all to love us and be and be friendly with us. We're here yeah, to help a, everybody.
0: It's it's good, though. You have got to watch it because she sort of like blackmailed people to come on as guests give interviews, she's really? like what is such-and-such's mother? Why is she so reluctant? And there's two sides to every story. And let's talk about her and her history and why she could have done it. And then she's like, if you want to clear your name, you got to be a guest on my podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, I'm here for that. That sounds like fun. Yeah, you've,
0: you've got to watch it. So I watched that this week in the middle of Charlie. And the other thing that I watched was um, a movie called Palmer. And Palmer was is a starring, um, it's not Justin Bieber, it's Justin Timberlake. Really? He's the guy that uh, got convicted uh, of something he didn't do and he spends 12 years in jail and now he's out and he's like the caregiver for this uh, LGBTQ little boy um, that may be like maybe 10 or 12 or something like that that's being abused in his home. Yeah, it's it's a really good movie.
1: Apple TV original. I'm going to go to Apple TV. You know what? I think that that's the least utilized platform that we subscribe to. So I need to (laughs) catch up on Apple TV. I really do you do this week? Okay. So first of all, I discovered Genoa on TikTok and I feel a little like I posted a video of him on our Instagram, but then I found out how old he was and I felt a little cougarish because he's only 21. How old is he? 21. Oh, that's (laughs) that's the age of my nephew in college. I know. Oh no. I felt a little bad after that. So I removed him from our our grid so people can't see it. But that reels that I left up there, y'all just go to our Instagram and find it and you'll thank me, thank me later. But who child, that thing, he's a, he's a choreographer. Okay. And let me just tell you, I don't want him choreographing a thing that I have to watch because I feel like I would be sending. That's let me just tell how you I feel. I, what, what did Stella say? Has Stella got her groove back? No, 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 no. Just saying. Let number me tell number, you, I watch this video more times than is socially acceptable. I did. And then I posted it. I think that the people that watched it also watched it based on our views, watched it more times than are socially acceptable. Let me put it (laughs) like this. We have videos that have gotten thousands. And by thousands, I mean like tens of thousands of views on our Instagram page over the course of the time that the video has been posted. This video has been posted for less than 48 hours and has the same amount of views that all of the other videos have combined. So you're welcome for those who have viewed it, and for those who have not, please go to our Instagram page and just view it. Not too much, though. We we just want to keep everybody in their good, healthy relationship because Genoa well, ain't thinking you, about none of us because he's a thank kid.
0: Thank you for blessing us with Genoa. is uh, old enough to be our child, but um, exactly. You know, but Jesus, you know it. You know, forty oh. is sneaking upon us. Forty is sneaking upon us. It is we'll be 40 in about 2 years
1: and it's funny because i don't feel 40 and like, that's the and problem. problem that's how we get got, you know it's like getting wrong you know. ex- that girl it's like it's how like old do you you... Really how old do you really feel how do you really feel i would say a good 28 29
0: i'll get myself right at 30 yeah, see, but
1: that works. Yeah, I don't feel the age that I am, though. I will say that. Correct. I don't. Because do you remember when you were young and you looked at 40-year-olds and you, they don't look, they did not look like we look at 40. Does that make sense? Well They, they well, we like we look 40-year-olds. like 40-year-olds.
0: They probably, people are younger than us are probably looking at us like them look old. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, <laughs> it's okay that's what the be button is for
0: but they probably are looking at us like we look old and we're like we look good girl because I remember when my mom was younger looking at pictures of my mom now when she was younger mm-hmm. I'm like man she was gorgeous but I remember being younger looking at her thinking
1: man she looks old I don't know yeah. I just remember that but Nicole let me tell you something I went to buy like um Claritin or something I don't remember what Sudafed it was some one of those anti- histamine kind of drugs, right? And they asked me for identification. And I was like, you do look young though. Nicole, you look the same age like I look. So nah. I was like, you're asking me for ID to buy allergy medication? And first of all, apparently I've always gotten a prescription allergy medication because I did not know that when you go to the store, you need identification to buy allergy medication. I just thought, I didn't know that either. Hey, though, you go well. there, you get the medication and you go home. But apparently you need to give that some sort of ID because some people are doing some weird things with medicine, I guess. I have no idea. So I was like, can you tell me the age that you start identifying? They were like, if you look under the age of 21, we have to card you. And I just looked at them. I said, I've been 21 in in over a decade, but thank you. Over Uh, a decade and a half. Hello. (laughs) But thanks. I'll be, I'm almost double 21 closer to that than I, but I appreciate it. So I just feel like, I feel like our parents set the standard for what we thought 40 should look like. And I feel like I don't look like that. That's all.
0: Yeah. I mean, I hope that in the eyes of the of the youth that I don't look for. Forward- <laughs> I know, right? I hope in they think they're like,
1: good <laughs> I look good. Hello. So, uh, and, and let me tell something. you something. I haven't even started getting any filler yet, but do understand that should I start looking like I'm old? Like when these bags get too much for me to cover up with some concealer? I'm not above it. The me either. Girl, let me tell mm-hmm. you. And my dermatologist, shout out to Dr. Soden, my dermatologist, he said one day he showed me a picture. He said, girl, a little filler won't hurt. And I was like, but you look great. So what are you talking about? And he showed me a picture. He said, oh, I just give myself a little in the mirror every now and then. I said, oh, I'm here for this. OK. And there I will be sticking with you with that. so that you can give me a little f- filler every now and then when I get, you know, a little saggy, a
0: little droopy. Yeah. So, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Now, one other thing that we have to mention, and we'll mention it quickly, is you you did see the article that was posted on Facebook about DMXs. I did. The fiance. One, I hate the title, fiance. Like, if you have the title of fiance longer than a year and you ain't got no date, that's a problem. That's Talk a problem.
1: That. Unless you all are far away from each other and there are some extenuating circumstances, set date. No, sure. I don't
0: understand that. Like, how long has she been the fiance? They were together eight years and she doesn't have any common law recognition. And so she's screwed. Her Absolutely. child is taken care of though, but I mean, her personally.
1: But again, how, how well is your child taken care of when he has 15 kids? That's my other question. It's like you. she got screwed coming and going, right? Like she didn't get the wife benefits, so she there's nothing she can do there. The courts basically said she wasn't common law, right? And then her child is one of 15, I feel like yeah, we're going me. back to last week's episode with Nick Cannon. Cause like right. fifteen
0: days. You gotta listen to the brutal babies. Go back and listen to last week.
1: <laughs> Please. Cause... Go listen
0: to last week to see what we're talking about because it's just a mess.
1: And it's taking on a life of its own on the internet. Let me just tell you everything. I mean, I'm gonna post it on social media because I don't wanna go back into that episode, but it Nick Cannon's father even spoke out about it. And now after Nick Cannon's father spoke about it, I now understand why Nick is doing what he's doing. I'm very clear. Why do you say that? So, real quick note, Nick Cannon's father came out and said that basically he taught his kids, Nick, to make as much money, he said, as possible and to have as many babies as possible. So if that's how you were raised, you don't think that you're going to grow up and have a bunch of kids? Yeah, but his daddy need a hush. Like, that's that don't even sound right. Just, that, just, just, just. I, I said up. the same thing. I was like, do we need a mental health check on a daddy? Yeah, but that don't sound- that's what he said. And then Nick, which I'll post this video later today. You know, I had to post a little inspiration this morning with Nick. But later today, I'll post this video. Nick came out and said that, you know, he's not the healthiest. And he feels like, you know, the doctors told him with his lupus and such that he's not going to be around for long. And this is an interview that he did with Howard Stern back in 2017, I believe. And he basically said in the interview that, yeah, you know, I just am going to have all the kids because, you know, that's why he has sex without condoms. And he has sex as much as he can because he's going to die early. Girl, it's all kinds of convoluted. But I now understand the thought process that has come to make him now soon to be a father of seven. Oh, wow. I mean, the timeline is heavy this week. I mean, what's on your timeline that we're talking about this week? (laughs) (laughs) though? Okay, so we are going to turn away from Nick Cannon and turn to Jasmine Sullivan. She is all over our timeline and not really for I don't want to say Nick is on was on the timeline for negative stuff because babies are always positive. But this is a little different. And I'm here for this conversation. So Jasmine Sullivan is all over the timeline, as I said, and she graced the cover of Essence in a stunning like white blazer situation with matching fishnet stockings and a thigh length pony which I was like okay girl give us all the hair like you know she had the flowing locks and she was gorgeous Nicole when I tell you she looked amazing she's dropped a bunch of weight during the quarantine I mean she looks great right and you know I'm a Jasmine Sullivan fan because you know she was one of the performers at Urban One Honors the show that I had been working on that aired last month so I'm not sure if this was planned I have no idea but My mind is kind of telling me that it probably was, but the cover perfectly coincided with her performance at the BET Awards and her latest single that she just dropped. The latest single is called Tragic. So the single is everything, Nicole. And it's not just because I'm a super music fan, but it opens with a clip from Auntie Maxine. Like as in Maxine Waters. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a conversation, but you hear Auntie Maxine in her famous line, like, no, I'm reclaiming my time. And let me tell you, it kind of continues in that vein. And this is a little bit of a petty track. I'm just going to say, just a tad, just a little petty. It's not a tad. It's, it's petty. Pe- so basically, the track is about her reclaiming her time from someone who just isn't worth it, right? So based on her social media posts, this single is a part of the continuation around her hotels. And ho, it's spelled, for those who are super y'all are prudes. it's spelled H E. A U X and it's tales like tales from the crib. Got it? Okay, now that we've clarified that. That's that Louisiana spelling. Amen, it is. So let me tell you, she said that it's conversations from continuation of her conversations from hotels. Both with old friends and new friends. So, we're gonna get some more of this, I'm hoping, because if it's a continuation, we, you know, hotels came out, it dropped at the top of the year. So, if this is a continuation, I guess we're getting hotels number two. And girl, those conversations on hotels number one were amazing. So, I'm here for two. On hotels one, we had on it, we had put it down, and the hit single. Pick Up Your Feelings, which I think I played that song like 15 times over when that first came out. But speaking of the, the single Put It Down, let me just tell you what the chorus says first before I go into this. So Put It Down says, I can't help it. It's a shame what he do to me. My girls ask me what it is. And I say it's the D. It says, I start going out of my mind when he comes around. That's why he gets all of my time, because he put it down. And then it goes, put it down, put it down, put it down, obviously. Go listen to the song. Listen to the lyrics very carefully. And then go to Jasmine Sullivan's Instagram page. Because this week, she lit Instagram on fire. And she just asked one simple question. She went on IG and asked people, so what are some of the craziest things that you've ever done for someone that had great sex? And the answers, Nicole, were absolutely bonkers. Like, I literally looked at this and I was like, I mean, we could have literally just had an entire episode per answer. So here are some of the answers. One girl said, well, I don't know, girl, but I'm um, so great gender because there were definitely too. men in there, right? Yeah. So said, Took money from my 401k to pay his rent. Girl, what? Babysat his newborn. Not y'all's newborn? Okay. (laughs) Let his homie hit it too. And then said, I "I would do it again. Girl, we're not letting the homies smash. And I
0: was like, so you got a train man on you? Okay.
1: Girl. And said said in the post, and I would do it again. Let me tell you something. I clicked I, through probably all was it 200 uh, girl? Then she there were so many and they kept updating. <laughs> it did girl, the one girl, well, I'm not again, not saying a girl, one person said, oh no, this one is a girl, said gave him my kidney when he was on dialysis. I mean, I'm all here for the organ donation, but not for the good D. That's just that's not that's not what we're doing. Paid for his tux and her makeup. At their wedding that I wasn't invited to. hmm Okay. No, okay. They, that's not the, and I'm, o- like I said, I'm only going to give y'all a few. Let him drive my boyfriend's car the entire time that my boyfriend was deployed. Now, we're not about to do this to the veterans, okay? That's what we're not doing. We're not doing this out no, here. Not- One girl said that she caught a case for it. One girl says she sold her eggs for it to pay for someone's bond. One said that they went to jail three times for it. Let me tell you what I'm not doing. I saw that and I was like, you... Janine appreciates her freedom so much. I don't care if you were laying it on me with solid gold. I'm not going to jail. That's what, that's what she, right here, she's not doing that. And this one could have been written by me, I think. This one said, I said, I love you. Childish, I know. Because... That's that's what you're getting out of me. If you get if you are putting it down, you're going to get me to say I love you. But what you're not about to do is get me to go to jail, pay your rent. None none of that. So, Nicole, I don't know about you, but I feel like after reading this, I must not have ever had no good D. Nope, I ain't doing none of that. None of it. You hear what I tell you now? But Nicole, what is the craziest thing you feel like you've ever done in your frame of reference? I know. I know you ain't done none of this, but. In your frame of reference, what is the craziest thing you've ever done?
0: Uh, Probably let somebody move in with me temporarily.
1: I did that. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, no job. (laughs) Let him move in. (laughs) Now, let me tell you, I didn't knowingly let him move in, right? So I was just, you know, bopping about my business, had my first little job, make my own little money, my own little apartment, right? And then all of a sudden, it was one night and then another night and another night. And then I was like, well, what you doing? And then I was trying to figure out, well, why are you still here? How come there's no groceries coming in here? Wait, why is my money getting a little bit tighter? And then I was like, okay, well, how do I get myself out of this situation? Because this is not really what I wanted. And then I was like, okay, never mind. He just needs some help. But the part that makes me so baffled is it wasn't even that good. Well,
0: you know, mine was intentional. I ended up getting engaged to the man. So just saying.
1: And then what happened <laughs> Then to we called the Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all you getting out of us. I mean, we want to hear your stories. Y'all tell us. Tell us your stories. Now, I
0: did see one on the hair that had to be from a guy because he said I took care of her child for two years knowing it wasn't mine.
1: Oh, I saw that one. Let yeah. me tell you that. I feel. And I was like, Ooh. Oof. let me tell you something. I would like to think that I'm an open minded person. I really would. But reality tells me that I don't feel like I am because presented with any of these situations, I feel like I'm not going for it. I, maybe it's me. Well, I don't fool with those kind of people, though. And neither do you.
0: I mean, I'm not going to fool with somebody that's going to get me, ha- have me take a case. Like, I'm You're sorry. Right. You got to have good credit. So, I mean, there's a lot of things, a lot of people that I don't there's fool that. with. So, um, mm. Like wrong. baby mama drama and all that stuff like that. Like, I don't, I've never dated someone. Although I wouldn't mind being a stepmom because we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only dated one guy that had children and that
1: really wasn't something serious. I never dated people with kids. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a thing. Maybe it's the Leo in me. I need attention. So I don't, I don't really need you to be giving your attention to other people. That's real. So yeah, that doesn't really work well for me. But I will say this. I do have a friend and she don't deal with people like, you know, she deals with the same kind of people we deal with, right? But she got got and I would have gotten got too. I'm going to tell you the situation. She got got because she ended up with an investment banker, right? And mm. he was trying to flip some money on some Ponzi scheme kind of nonsense. Yeah, don't ask me for no money. Baby, mm-hmm. but she but he was an investment banker. Like History knew that he was an investment banker. He made great money, lived in a huge house. Like verifiable things were real, right? Girl took her money, $80,000, and it was gone. Do you hear what I tell you? Oh, wow. Ooh. And she didn't, she could have reported him. He could have lost his job and the end of his career because, you know, that's 100% illegal. Let's be honest, but she didn't report him because you know why? Because the was good. Absolutely. Now me. Now now. Let me tell you what else she did. She was not able to afford the not having her eighty thousand dollars returned. So four years down the line, she ended up filing for bankruptcy. Oh, uh. Uh-uh. So basically, she gave it to him to invest, though. Correct. And he lost it on investment. That's not illegal. No, no, he did not lose it on investment. I told you it was a Ponzi scheme. Mm-mm. Eighty thousand dollar Ponzi scheme, girl. Yeah. I, what I think was happening, I don't really know real good. I know kind of the idea of how Ponzi schemes work, But I think what was happening is he had lost someone else's investment and he was using her money to cover that investment that he had lost and was going to use somebody else's money to cover her investment. But you know, you get keep getting caught up in that. yeah, you it doesn't work
0: also put in yeah,
1: you lose money
0: now James has lost money like that because mm-hmm. his sister wanted him to do some type of investment and you know, oh, you'd invest this this many uh, amount of money in this amount of time you'll get, you know, three times that amount that never, ever works. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. would think that if you were doing it with an investment banker. Yeah. That he wouldn't be involved in something. Yeah. That's that's yeah illegal. I, I understand that. But
1: yeah, but she was out. You hear me?
0: That's why I do not do. Pon- I don't do Ponzi schemes. I don't do anything that just makes me invest money to I,
1: get money back. Hello. Uh-uh. Me, you know. But again, no. she probably was like, "This is what he does. I'm gonna make you know. This is what he's saying is good. I don't know how she got convinced. But again, I probably would have been convinced too if my significant other was a was a successful investment of investor. Why would I think any so different? Significant
0: other meaning spouse meaning you got some papers on them.
1: Yeah, no, she didn't have You no don't
0: papers. do that kind of stuff without papers on people.
1: You're right. Because let me tell you, you are gonna have a hard time getting me to part with eight thousand dollars if we're not married, right? And now mm-hmm. that I think about it, even if we are married, I'm going to ask a lot of questions. If Ken asked me for $8,000, I'd be like, where's it going and why? Let alone. Right. $8, I need to
0: be investing in somebody's like company Hello. and I need to sign a contract that says this is my return. after. Hello. after- You're going to get your money back after five years, 10 years with this percent Absolutely. of interest. Yeah. Don't don't. Mm-mm. I don't give you $80,000. Pretty-
1: I expect you to be pulling up with a car that belongs to me when we're done. Cause yeah, something. something, because no, but yeah, it happens. What I'm saying is it happens, but it's just like, Oh yeah, girl. Oh yeah. If I got, if you got some type
0: of, if you are listening and there are some investment opportunities that we can get 15 to 20% return on investment, you let us know, please. But it better not be no Ponzi scheme.
1: Yeah. Don't give us a Ponzi scheme, but, but if you, we want to hear your stories about this, right? So if you have done something super crazy for some really good sex, if male or female because you know we have some male listeners please write us and let us know email us at oh that's deep, BWC, at gmail.com or send us a dm at oh that's deep, BWC, on ig or facebook or you can tweet us at o underscore bwc on twitter we will repost it absolutely <laughs> so if you want if you don't want your name we we're not gonna post your whole name because we don't do that we're not trying to out anybody but if you don't want your name posted at all just let us know we'll block it out right don't worry
0: all right, Janine, let's talk through some scenarios, why don't we? All right, this letter says, Nicole and Janine, I have a friend who is crazy about a man who is no good for her. I've tried to encourage her to leave, but she says, I'm using him. He's not using me because the sex is so good. I would beg to differ. She's a very beautiful and successful architect at a prominent firm and has been fooling around with him for over three years now. During this time frame, she goes to all of her work and community events alone, despite the fact that he works in the legal department for the same firm. Last year, she caught him with another woman at his house. She not only quickly forgave him, but paid for the girl's Uber ride home and ended up staying the night at his place. She says they aren't in a relationship and that they agreed they can date other people, but she hasn't dated anyone since she started hooking up with him. Additionally, every time she finds out he's dating someone else, she tries to be friends with the girl to only eventually flaunt her side piece relationship with him by having sex with him in the girl's house or my favorite in the bathroom at a restaurant during his girlfriend's birthday party she deserves better how can i convince my friend that she
1: needs to move on okay so there's a lot with this letter there are a couple of things i want your friend to have more self-respect than to be having sex in the bathroom at a public place even if the public place is someone's house I don't know how old your friend is. I think the age of that being acceptable is probably around 21, maybe 25. I don't know. For, I for think a it's certain subset ever. of people, maybe. I have no idea. But if it if it were going to be acceptable, 21, I feel is the the cutoff max twenty-five. I just don't see why we're doing this, right? Like your friend is saying she's not in a relationship with this man. It seems like she's putting a lot of energy and a lot of effort into this man, befriending the girls that he's seeing. Like this sounds like she has told herself in her mind that she's okay with this because she's invested so much time and energy into this. So she tells herself and you all that they're not in a relationship. But I don't care what you make this Sound like there is some sort of relationship going on here. A very unhealthy, toxic relationship, but there is a relationship. I think that she might be fascinated by the fact that they're not together, but they have these like quick rendezvous or whatever, and that he's seeing other people. Like some people get off on that sneaking around and getting caught. Like some, that's pe- some people's thing. I don't think that it's very healthy personally. It seems like everybody is not on the same page here. It seems like there's some secrets here, and it seems like your friend might be kind of putting her life on hold for this man. And I don't necessarily think that she won't move on, but you said that she hasn't dated anyone, even though she says that they can see other people, which means that she's probably a little bit more invested into this relationship that she claims doesn't exist than he is. I don't, I just don't think there's a win in this situation for her personally. I feel like there's not a win in this situation for you either, because it seems she's pretty set on her, in her ways and doing what it is that she wants to do. So honestly, I'm gonna go with minding your business. If this is what she wants to do, and she's a grown woman, and you don't feel like she's being manipulated to a point of danger, and she just wants to be out here having a relationship with this man that's not hers, and he's not her—I mean, that's not hers—and she's not his—let her do it. Like, people are going to do what they want to do. And the more that you probably tell her, hey, you shouldn't be with this man because he's not really that good for you and y'all are hiding each other in secret because so that he can see other people, it's just too much. The more that you get into it, you're just going to complicate the situation. She'll learn. she get her heart broken enough, I bet you she'll stop.
0: Well, Janine, I don't know. I just feel the only thing that threw me off about the story was the Uber ride home, right? Like, you caught him with a girl, probably having sex in his house. And then you stayed the night, which probably meant you had sex with him too. And you paid for the girl's Uber ride. Like, what did you pull up her address in the app? Like, what was the point of her... Ubering the girl home, you know, like so you can know the address because that would sort of be smart if that's she's exactly trying to why. keep tabs on the girl. So that way she can like cruise by there and make sure the car is not outside. So if she's somebody that's like want to keep an eye on him and maybe thinks that she has something a little bit more serious than what she really does, I can understand that because I'm the crazy chick that if you're cheating, I'm going to tell the wife. The, the other woman, leave my man alone. And then I probably would let the man go anyway, but I'm gonna let you know that I know. So I don't know, maybe there's something going on like that. But again, this brings me back to ladies, we have got to be more selective with our vaginas. Why are we just giving the cookies away to random people we're not in a committed relationship with Um, when, there are plenty of people out there that would probably want to be with her if she is beautiful and accomplished, like uh, like the listener says she is. Go get you somebody that wants to take you seriously. Now, the flip side of that is. Some women are just not ready in their lives to have a serious relationship. And maybe that's her. Maybe she's trying to work the corporate ladder and move her way up and she's not ready for something committed, but you know, we got needs, we got needs. So maybe she's keeping this side piece on the side. And my thing is, if she gets off on it, hey, who are we to judge as long as you're being safe? Now, when you have people that are having sex with multiple people and you're having sex with them, Hopefully you are using protection so that you don't end up slipping up, getting pregnant because he got lost in the sauce or slipping up and getting something like an STD or uh, a a really bad STD, like like that gift that keeps on giving. That would be detrimental. So I say that to say, I understand having that one consistent side piece. A lot of professional women actually do that, right? I'm not ready to settle down. I got this one person. If I get frustrated, that's the person I'm going to be with. I got, if I get lonely, that's who I'm going to be with. I take a vacation. I'm going to take vacation trips with him because I'm going to have a good time. Um, but it, it's, it gets a little messy when other people are involved and you having intercourse in somebody's bathroom might get you shot. Hello. So you got to be careful if you are befriending people and then uh, betraying their trust, that that'll get you hemmed up, beat up and shot. So if you're going to have this relationship with him, keep it that, like you shouldn't know about the other portions of his life. If you say that y'all can date other people, okay, date other people, be safe, be responsible. And if you want to have him as a side piece or each other as a side piece, then fine, but you should know who he's in a relationship with. Now that makes him trifling and it would make you trifling if you were in a relationship and you have him on the side, because that means you're playing with other people's emotions and that's how people can, that's why we got discovery ID cases right now. That's Hello. why forensic files exist right now. So we got to be, we got to be more careful and we have got to stop just acting like sex is just like, Oh, whatever. I just want to get laid. Like, uh, I understand that X that you're like, we're not involved with anybody else. So we want to have a good time. I understand that. But when you involve other people, that gets a little bit messy. Girl, go get you a rabbit or something. Go get, go get something. Get, get you, you a rose. Get something. I mean. Something. Don't involve all these other people. I'm
1: just saying. But Nicole, that, this story actually reminds me of the one post that was on Jasmine's timeline that said, that said, I slept in the car while he slept in the house with his girlfriend. It's like, yeah, that's crazy. Why no, are you sleeping in the car? No. You sleeping in the
0: car in the, in the driveway? Like, exactly. does a girlfriend not know you in the house? Like, here's the thing. I mean, thing. you outside in the car?
1: Here's the thing. I feel like all of this, w- with this with this letter specifically, when it said that she befriends the girls, like, why are y'all being friends? Because you're not. To keep tabs. You're, exactly. Which I think that that's dangerous. Like, why are you trying to keep tabs if you're okay with the setup why do you need to keep tabs on the women that he's sleeping with that aren't you? And you're never it's you're going to make yourself crazy. Like tell your friend to stop keeping tabs because you are going to make yourself nuts. It will drive you insane. I've seen a many of women l- almost lose their mind because they're so obsessed with what a man is doing. Let me tell you girl, he ain't think about you past the time that y'all are laying down in the bed getting it on, okay? After that, when you get up, he is not thinking about it until he's thinking about getting it the next time. Let's quit this because if you if we are just simply using him as a side piece, let him do what his role is. And once we are done with said role, let him move on and let you not follow on with him because that's not your role. Your job has ended. Understand your duties when it comes to him. After that. He's free to do what he pleases. And that's none of your business. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. what it is. And I get the whole like, hey, I'm a professional. I don't want my numbers to increase. Let's keep repeating the same dude. That's okay. I understand the logic behind that. But let's not do it to the detriment of our mental health. Because this sounds like we are teetering the line of it being okay and a good setup and it being a little obsessive. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, does she not want the serious
0: relationship or does he not want the serious relationship? Because he's in and out of these relationships, but always comes back to her. So is it her or is it him? I am
1: I want to know more about this. Maybe the sparks fly, but you know, men can see crazy miles away. Oh so yeah. He might be like, eh, the yeah, sex she... might be good, but I'm not ready to sign up for that nuts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But my thing is I don't eat and poop on the same place. So... I would never, ever be involved with somebody I work with. That's just me. Like, I would never. That's why when people meet me like, are you married to another doctor? I'm like, he is like a PhD doctor, but he's not an MD. Like, we are not going to be working in the same hospital, working in the same clinic. Like, that's just, Mm -hmm. I can't do that. Like, that's not me. I don't want people that I work with to also have a relationship, uh, even a professional one, with my spouse. I can't do it.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I will say that Ken did used to be my boss. However... We did not date each other. Exactly. So I don't know that it would have worked out or we would have even gotten to the point of even a serious relationship had we worked and dated each other at the same time. Because the one thing that you know about me is when it comes to my work, I'm super intense. So that intensity in work, bringing that to my relationship, we would have hated each other. So, Janine, what is your scenario? This one's a little interesting. So this one says, Hi, ladies. I feel kind of silly writing into you, but I'm prepared to get dragged. I'm going to get right to it. I'm a 42-year-old woman from Philadelphia. I'm a divorced single mom with an amazing teenage son who is about to go to college. I have a boyfriend that I've been dating for eight years I refer to him as my boyfriend because we aren't legally married, though we did get married in a Muslim ceremony. He's Muslim. I'm Baptist, by the way. Anyway, when we had our ceremony, we bought a house. Well, I bought a house that we resided in. Shortly after that, about two years, he decided to take on a second wife. So he moved in with her. At the start of the pandemic, my son and I moved in with my elderly mother to help her out. So the house has been unoccupied for some time now. My son is going off to college and we will likely have to move my mother into a facility soon. I really want to sell the house and I could really use the extra money. But every time I mention it to my boyfriend, he threatens to leave me. Ladies, what should I do? This is the best man that I've ever had. He's a provider. He loves me. He talks to me. He gives me good loving. I don't want to lose him. But I'm not sure how long I can maintain college tuition and my mother's affairs on my own. How can I maintain my finances and my man at the same time?
0: Okay, I am so confused by this story. So let me, okay, so like so confused that I started taking notes. <laughs> during, during, while you were reading it. Okay. So he's Muslim. She's Baptist. They had a Muslim ceremony, but they're not
1: married. They're not married legally. So, they, so had she's a, a they had a religious but, ceremony.
0: But he's not referring to her as his wife.
1: Well, he refers to her as his wife. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that she refers to her him as her boyfriend because they've only had a Muslim ceremony and they're not married by law.
0: But she had a set, he had a second wife. So by law, did she, did he marry that wife?
1: I don't know. It doesn't say
0: that. Because by, let me tell you something, because if by law, he married the second wife and his name is on the deed to that house with this other woman, then that wife has got some rights to the house as well. So I would want to know if there's a legal um, binding document between the second wife and, um, And her boyfriend or slash husband, because I want to know, because this whole first wife, second wife, only the first wife counts. So if you're telling me that you do not have legal papers on this man and the second wife had the audacity to make him sign papers and go follow the course, then she the first wife and you not the wife, you a side piece. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's why I'm having some issues. But you bought a house with this boyfriend slash husband that you ain't got no papers on except for the shared and hopefully your name is on the deed because if your name is not on the deed y'all bought a house because he takes care of everything and he bought a house for the both of you but then you ain't got no stake zero he owns it outright Hmm. so if your if your names are both on it and He's not legally married to the second wife or second girlfriend, then y'all can agree to sell the house, or he can buy you out of your portion of the house. Period. So I see the house is empty. You need money for your son's college tuition. You got two choices. One, you're gonna have to take out a loan to pay for your kids' child tuition if your kid did not get a scholarship. Two, your child's gonna have to take out their own loans for college because. You, they grown. So if Harrison ends up in college and the college fund that I created for him doesn't cover his expenses, he ain't got a scholarship. Who taking out a Nicole Plenty is not taking out a loan. <laughs> her name. Harrison will have student loans just like I have student loans, and they're my responsibility. If that doesn't cover the cost, and you don't have a scholarship to cover that you on your own, player. you on your own. I did my part. I raised you. I, I got you some cushion because I didn't even have that cushion when I was ready to go to college. Hello. I got you some cushion, but mommy is not taking out a loan. And don't ask daddy because he ain't taking out one either. You can go take out your own loan.
1: Okay. Amen.
0: So her child can take out his own loan as well. Help him be responsible, help him build credit. And, uh, or you can get your boyfriend to buy your portion of the house if you own the deed. Now, Mm -hmm. if you're not on the mortgage, if you're not on the deed, then sis, you screwed. You don't have anything. You need to get yourself a side hustle. Hustle up. Make your son pay for his own college. Um, Your mom, you're putting your mom in a home. You might have to apply for some government assistance there to supplement the cost, and and that can be done. Your mom probably has Social Security. Probably has maybe has an insurance policy. Hopefully, that carries long term care, takes care of long term care, and you can do those things. Otherwise, if you're working, you have to tap into your 401k or, you know, those type of things early to uh, get yourself funded. So those are your options from my perspective. But how is he the best man you've had if he's juggling a couple of different women and he's not living with you and you're worried about money? If he's the best man you've had and he's taking care of business, then let him foot the, foot the bill for college. Let him foot all those pri- those costs. So if he doesn't want to sell, say, well, this is what we are responsible for. We, our son is going to college. He needs funding. And if she doesn't want the child to take out his own loans, then I will say, big daddy, big daddy, (laughs) we need money. We need money. And if you go, if he going to be, if you're going to have sister wives, get the advantage because on sister wives, those sister wives didn't work. They had their own houses and that man took care of them. So if you want to play that then you go, hey, pay to play, pay to play. I'm not worrying about nothing, okay? But if he decides to toss you to the side and you have nothing, you are gonna have to get your big girl draws on and figure out a way to creatively fund this. And that may be tapping into some retirements and things like that so that you can fund your lifestyle without him.
1: Okay, so I have a lot of questions too, right? So the first question that I have is, she actually said that they bought a house and then she clarifies, well, I bought a house. So did he make you put the entire deed in his name? Because if that's the case, why are we asking him if we can sell the house?
0: Right. If, if everything you bought a house, I don't care if he put the money down on the house. If you got the loan, then you got the house. Amen. I wouldn't tell him anything. I just go put it on market. You make a lot of money right now. The markup in the market, we were just talking about that, Johnny. Absolutely. The markup for the housing market is ridiculous. And if you already have a place to stay because you're staying in your mama's house and your mama is, you know, going to go to a home or even if your mama's not, if you're staying with her, set her house and make you uh, get the, all the equity you got in that house, plus another 30 percent over because that's what people are pricing their houses right now and
1: move on. He'll get over it. And that's what he I say. He will get over it. Because you're saying that the house is unoccupied. So it sounds like he's full time with this second wife. Sorry, because he's paying
0: the taxes and the upkeep and the mortgage and all that stuff. If you're paying all that upkeep, I would say, hey, this is what we need. We got these bills over here, plus the upkeep. If you can afford that, that's fine. Otherwise, I don't have it. I would literally tell him, I don't have it. We're going to go bankrupt if we don't sell.
1: Absolutely. And I don't understand what it is. You said that he's a provider. He loves you. It says that he talks to you. He gives you good loving. I mean... I get that sometimes. All of those things are like bare minimum.
0: We need Thank to get you. our standards up. Like he talks to you. what What is he's supposed to do? Like look at you instead of talk. He gives good loving. Y'all didn't have the Muslim ceremony. Y'all married. Right. So what's he not supposed to he, He's supposed to do that. He provides for you. Obviously not providing enough of you. got to sell
1: your house. So uh, all these things are like average. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Tell me something above average he's doing. And why are we okay with him having a second wife when he clearly can't afford you. So my question is, and I, from the little bit of knowledge that I have about Muslim religion, I'm almost 100 percent sure that the Quran says that you can take on a second wife when you can afford her.
0: Correct me if I'm that's wrong. Be, that's why I can't be Muslim.
1: You know, sometimes I think about it and I'm afford like, I'm if you're yeah, struggling, just, how are you going to have wife number two if wife number one is struggling? I'm just curious. I, Maybe I'm not interpreting what I believe that I read But I just want to know how that works. Like, how do we get to wife number two when we're not really affording wife number one? How is that working? Well, it's the same way people having all these kids and they can't afford it. I mean, kids are expensive,
0: and wives are expensive. And if you're talking about, my thing is, if you're going to marry me and I'm going to follow Muslim customs and allow you to have another one. and I'm not saying that all Muslims have second wives because a lot of Muslims Don't. do not have second wives um, and they think that that is taboo. But there are some Muslims that do have multiple wives. And if I'm going to allow my Muslim husband to have another wife, I am not counting my income for my cost of living. I'm sorry. You're going to have to take care of me 100%. You have no access to any of my bank accounts. You don't know what I'm making. Mm. I am using my money for my own investments, building my own wealth. And you're going to take care of every single bill up in here and these kids. Because before you get another wife, you need to make sure you can afford this one.
1: So being with a man that has a second wife, that's a no for Janine. Because as I mentioned earlier, I I need a lot of attention because what I'm not about to do is split my attention with you, the kids, her, the other kid. It's too much. Now it's just a party at the house. But I'm just not about to be a sister wife just because I'm not okay with that. Enjoy it if that's your thing. But how about we all have stuff that's equal, right? Like make sure that our setup is beneficial to not just the man, but also to us. So this is a little interesting, girl. What I would say is go ahead and sell that house. If your name is the only name on the house, which is I'm going to assume that that's what it is, because it said you said that y'all bought a house and it said that, well, well, you clarified well, I bought a house. Well, if you bought a house, girl, why are we asking this man? That's your boyfriend slash husband. If we can sell this house, girl, if you don't put a for sale sign outside on that house and put that house on the market and move on and. Eliminate all of your financial worries and move, go forth and be great. It's okay. Y'all just, I don't want to say just, cause I don't want to minimize your marriage, but you clarify to us that you're not legally married. You can walk away and ghost him and never speak to him again. And would nobody know the difference because that's just how you all have it set up. If you still want to be with him, then continue on after you put that house up for sale. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know Network. where where this is going with the second wife and the fact that he hasn't lived in the house. So y'all don't really live together like I'm just trying to figure out what portion of the relationship you're holding on to. Because him being physically present, it doesn't seem like he's physically present to me. So I don't know. Help me understand what you're holding on to. You can write us back and let us know. Let us know what you're holding on to, girl, because it don't yeah, look like as down. much. Let me know because
0: you look crazy out here. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry, I'm we feel bad. But sell, but sell the house so you can get your coins, girl, get your coins. That's, that's the most coins. That's the most important in this situation. Go ahead and get them coins situated. And once you get that situated, you'll be fine. Wipe your tears with your coins. Okay. You'll be okay. All right, Jenny. So what did you learn new this week? Okay, so I got this from Stylecaster. It's an article that was written by Ashley Papa. And it was called, Is It Love or Just Good Sex? Right? And I liked it. I read the whole article and I was like, we got to repost this because we just have, sometimes we need a reminder, right? So it says... If you're having nonstop sex, if he's constantly blowing up your phone for sex, it's probably just sex. If he's asking you on dates to take you to the museum and he's blowing up your phone to actually spend quality time with you, it could be love. If he's enthusiastic about your pleasure and he's enthusiastic about pleasuring you specifically, it's likely that it's just sex. But if he's enthusiastic about making sure that he cuddles and make sure that you feel special it could be love if he compliments you only in bed it's probably just sex if he compliments you regardless of where you are or who you're around it could be love if he only kisses you during sex now i think that kissing is super intimate so i was feeling this one if he only kisses you during sex it's probably just sex but if he kisses you knowing that it's not going to lead to sex it could be love what did you learn new this week, Nicole? So
0: um, I learned that according to a recent study by Pure Romance, which was published in womenshealthmag.com, six out of 10 people launch relationships with bad sexual encounters. The same study showed that on average, it takes 4.5 sexual encounters to actually call it quits. And they defined bad sex as unsatisfying. And for men, 41% said it was unsatisfying, citing the lack of orgasm. cited the lack of foreplay, and 29% cited their partner's refusal to reciprocate oral sex. For women, 44% of women identifying participants said it was bad because they didn't finish or the experience was too quick. 37% cited uh, dirty sheets as a deal breaker. Oh, God. 33% cited that their partners wouldn't go down on them, and 57% said it was inadequate foreplay.
1: Okay, I agree with all of those things. I agree that Mm -hmm. dirty sheets—that's a deal breaker. If your sheets
0: are dirty, that's disgusting. Changing your sheets. One, you should be changing your sheets after you have random sexual encounters. That's number one. Number two, your sheets literally should be washed every week, right? Okay, I agree at a bare minimum. So there should not be like these odorous sheets, even if it's been three days since they washed their sheets.
1: But, you know, that's not true, though, because, you know, some people sleep naked. So if you sleep in the nude, please wash your sheets more frequently.
0: Yeah, you do need to wash your sheets
1: more frequently if you, if you sleep it naked. Yeah. Because then
0: you got all that sweat and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and body and discharge and is all kinds of other stuff. My thing is, when your sheets stop
0: smelling like downy softener, you should probably wash them.
1: That's a thing. Say that again for the people in yeah. the back that didn't hear.
0: If your, if your sheets stop smelling like downy softener. You should wash them. So, yes, dirty sheets are a deal breaker. Dirty sheets are definitely a deal breaker. I'm just like, if you know that you're going to have a sexual encounter that night with somebody new, yo, wash the sheets. And when you're done,
1: put them back in the wash.
0: Yeah, you should wash them after every sexual encounter. And my thing is, your sheet should always be fresh. It should not be two sexual encounters on the same sheets.
1: Ever. No I don't you're care if y'all.
0: Are, you. No, if you're married and you're sharing the bed uh, and your bed, it doesn't get nasty. Then I can see you not taking your sheets off in the middle of the night immediately and, pu- and washing your sheets. I could see that.
1: Put a towel down then because. Mm-mm.
0: Well, you got if It's wet. That's different. Yeah,
1: because I don't if it's know. it's that's different. Yeah,
0: you should have multiple types of sheets. You're
1: right. You have Amen. Multiple sheets. That too. We're grown now. You should have more than one king size. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's let's talk about that. And can we go back to the not having oral sex? Because here's the thing. That and I'm just going to speak for myself. That's a deal breaker too. That's it's right up there breaker. with the sheets.
0: All right. Are you guys ready for the motivational moment? Yay! And it comes from Tom Yark, and it's T-H-O-M, Tom. Okay, Tom. Tom. And he said, sex is more than an act of pleasure. It's the ability to be able to feel so close to a person, so connected, so comfortable, that it's almost breathtaking to the point you feel you can't take it. And at this moment, you're a part of them. I love that. Okay. Until we meet again. Pray, work, slay. And show off your melanated excellence. Bye! Oh, That's Deep Black Women Conversations is produced by Nicole Lee Plenty and Janine Brunson Johnson. Executive producer, Ken Johnson. Get the Oh, That's Deep Black Women Conversation podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or where you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and rate us. You can follow Oh That's Deep Black Women Conversations on IG at Oh That's Deep BWC. Oh That's Deep Black Women Conversations is a Mean Old Lion Media production.